It's Friday, January 29th, and you're listening to a brand new episode of The Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant. On today's episode, Jen coins a new expression. We talk Apollo 11 on Netflix. We get into my latest Jason Silva obsession, plus the Daily Dose with Jen Grant, your comments, and a whole lot more, and it all starts now. Now, why don't we do a take Taz, wait a minute, let's start again. Hello, hello. <laughs> Hi, this is Ron Votary. This is Alex Nussbaum. This is Jason Fraser. This is Matt O'Brien. Hey, this is Ray Zwicker. All right, world, my name is Cal Post. Guys, this is Christina Walkinshaw. This is Eddie Delaseppi. This is Adrian Spencer. Uh, my name is Timo. And you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. <laughs> Who am I talking to? What am I doing? <laughs> Julian Dion story. Comedy Hour? We're okay. listening to the... <laughs> Comedy hour. See, I took the word out comedy. Changes the meaning completely, doesn't it? Not really, I'm overworking, but days in the holidays. Happy holidays. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. Now broadcasting live and totally uncensored. <laughs> From Lemon Press Studio in the beautiful Gatineau Hills. Project. I was like half asleep on the couch and now I'm projecting. Hey everyone, this is Christian Potenza. This is Gay Trevor Wilson. This is Jean Paul, aka the Island Hipster, hashtag hipster business. This is Steph Tola. Hey, this is Jake Goldsby. This is Sky Wallace. Hey everybody, this is Erica Sigurdsson, aka Ricky Six. Okay, hello. Hi. This is Howard Wagman. Hey, this is Peter Anthony, the PA system. This is Matt O'Brien. Some people like to, that's my rap name. This is Jen Grant, and you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. <laughs> Show you and me belong, just like the flowers, laughing all day long. People, I need to lose. Sing a little song, then take a shower. Julian Dion. It's, it's a show. It's not an hour. It's a show. It's okay. Trying to switch it up. Welcome to the Julian Dion Show with Jen Grand. We're live on a Friday morning, Friday, January 29th. How you doing, doing, doing? Oh, yeah, right. Broadcasting to you from uh, deep inside the New Brunswick bush. Oh, inside. Okay. Or whatever. What is it? I'm deep just kidding. I'm just bush? trying to participate. Go. You'll get your turn. <laughs> I don't doubt that. Broadcasting to you from an undisclosed location deep inside the New Brunswick forest. How you doing, Hugh and Hugh and? There's Jen Grant. Hello, My everyone. name is Julian Dion. Good morning. Day 10, 
10, Tuesday was 7, Wednesday uh, 8, yeah, day 10 of our 14-day quarantine. And um, we're here, the hubcap, next week. This is flying by, although we're together 24-7, we haven't killed each other yet. So I think it's a positive sign. Yeah, it's it is. a positive sign. Do not shock me in the mouth. <laughs> Whoa, sounds sexual. Shock me in the mouth. Uh, shock it to me. Sigida. Is that a bad omen if I didn't do the Sigida? Probably, but great. Now there's nothing we can do. Well, I guess we could rewind. This is people waiting for up. it. Feel the build up. Feel the build up. Oh, yeah. Oh gosh. Sigida. Sigida. Oh. <laughs> What's wrong with us? Like, overall. Should I make a list or Yeah, we've been getting along pretty good. Yep. I get grouchy at times. You're pretty consistent. Thank you. Yeah, I don't think you've been in a bad mood really. I just had a headache yesterday, but had a headache, headache, headache. But it's not my fault. So that was my fault. You made it clear. I love it when I can make it your fault. Oh, I know. <laughs> the listeners will know that. So satisfying when you can blame someone. That's the problem with oh, the world today. Everybody's good. obsession with being right and wanting to blame somebody. Joking. I'm good. right. <laughs> uh, joking. Good. Sweet. Two, three. three. But we do get in our fights. Let's be... Uh, well, I think the last fight we got into was the day we left for New Brunswick in the morning. <laughs> I always get irritable on the day we move or we move, we, we travel because, and you're not going to admit to this, but you like to leave the bulk of things on the morning of. You do some. Why like are we revisiting before. this? It's a not a pleasant thing. Well, because me. it was there was some funny thing that came out of it. Go ahead. I don't, I'm embracing myself. You accused me of thinking that you're just sitting there picking your ass. <laughs> I meant to say I know, with my thumb up my ass, isn't it? Like with my thumb up my ass. I guess so. And then picking my, my nose. And I mixed up. I was so mad that I mixed up <laughs> instead of picking my nose or thumb up my ass. I said picking my ass. Yeah, not just once or twice, <laughs> like five times during the argument. <laughs> you know how couples fight through, like, the, the house? Like, one person's in another room, the other person's yelling, and and that's what... Because uh, I always get irritable. I try not to. It's on me. I, it's That's my bad. I'm glad I want to leave. It. I wanted to leave at 7 at the latest, and I knew there was just no... I can tell by the pace things are going in the morning. I'm like, this isn't, there's no way... And we get up at four forty-five, so for three hours packing, bringing stuff in the car. So I get by by the end of it, I'm like, I'm like, we could be in Montreal by now had we left early, which is two hours away. But can I just say to the listeners and viewers that that I'm sure they believe me already, but I am not sitting around picking your ass, yeah. as you said. Uh, it's so funny. So I'm like, I'm like. <laughs> You know, to walking him, heavy. You think and you're I'm doing like, everything and I'm not doing anything. No, we do the same amount of things. The thing is, I do it the day before. Some so, things you can't so do So then the day on before. the morning of, you're like, I, you start 
some delegating you can't some do. of your stuff to me. Like, bring this to the car. Can you do this? Can you wash this? Could you do- some things you can't do the day before. But you can do a lot. And I did, anyway. Yeah, but in that on that morning, you're sitting in the room, like like folding your clothes and slowly packing. I had done that the night before, but that the point of that was not to bring up the fight and who's right, which we all know was me. No. Why is so funny? Is there a puke sound on there? Yep. Well, not puke, but uh, we all know I was right. Exactly. It sounds like you're over the toilet, mm-hmm. dry heaving. Yeah. But then you're like, you're like, <laughs> you're like, I'm doing my best. I, these are the things we have to do. I'm leaving. We're leaving for three weeks. You think I'm just sitting here picking my ass and I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm doing stuff. I'm not just uh, sitting here picking my ass. And then the way, you, and then you're going out and I'm like, that doesn't sound right. And then you said it another time. You're like, <laughs> you're like, just stop, Jules. I'm not here you're just picking my ass like you make it sound. And I just burst out <laughs> laughing. Do you ever have a fight with your significant other where you just cannot help but laugh? Well, totally. And even well, I, I was asking the viewers, but <laughs> I know you can because you started laughing. Yeah, but I really didn't want to. Like, I really did but not the want visual to. Visual of someone just sitting there picking their ass, like, <laughs> nah, what are you, <laughs> like, just not doing anything? It's like and one leg up, just flicking, fl- like, picking their ass, like you'd pick your nose. That's what I was picturing. Just you, like, I'm not sitting here picking my, like, that's so relaxing. Just picking your ass. And first of all, it would. It doesn't sound relaxing, and it also sounds pressing. Like, if you need to pick your ass, we'll wait. Go, pick your ass. (laughs) No, you were so mad at me and were in such a rush that you probably wanted me to pick my ass in the car. Okay, fine. If you have to pick your ass, do it in the car. Yeah, bring some baby wipes and pick it in the front seat. (laughs) (laughs) Am I spiking my levels with my laughs? Well, don't make me laugh. Anyway... Picking your ass. Let, let us know that. the comments, by the way. Yes, we're live on YouTube, Facebook, uh, Twitch, yeah. Twitchy Poos. Oh, yeah. Hi, Twitchy Poos. Twitter Live, Daily Motion. Let us know in the comments if you have uh, messed up an expression or said something ridiculous when you're angry. It's very funny. And it might make it on the air. A little incentive for you. <laughs> if not, you'll entertain us in the comments at the very least. Doing yeah, we're not just here. If we don't get to your comments, we're not just here picking our ass. By the way, we're <laughs> we're really trying to uh, just the notion of like f- like pick like <laughs> flinging little dry. Why out dry? Of your I don't know. I just figure if you have to pick your ass, it's like your nose. It'd be Stop. all. Stop! Like, you just made it so gross. That's what I was picturing. Just that's you. You're picking. You there packing, picking your Oh, ass. that's nice. I'm glad you're picturing that. That's awesome. Well, of course I'm going to picture it if you say words I've never heard before. I'm a visual. We think in pictures. You go, I'm not just here picking my ass. I'm like, what is that? What would that look like, <laughs> you picking your ass? Well, you obviously weren't very busy packing if you were No, because I did it the night before. Ew. Thank you. The audience agrees. No, they That don't. was a gotcha moment. Yeah. I was waiting in the car idling. God. Just burning that gas money. Ready to go. Uh, I'm glad you're not drive always. Through, drive through a red zone. I'm glad you're not always like that. Picking my ass? When you're a nightmare to deal with on days that we're, we're traveling. Well, the, it's a very easy solution. Let's get up and go. Because ev- as we get up. Stop. 
the the time that we're up, I'm like, we could be driving, could be driving. Then an hour goes by, two well, hours. What in, do you think in my I'm head, doing? I go in my head, picking your ass. In my head, <laughs> in my head, I'm like, okay, we've been up for two hours. We'd be in Montreal right now. Okay, well, I also want to be in Montreal at that point. It's well, not like tell your actions. Tell my ass. <laughs> tell your ass that the picking needs to hold off until we get there. <laughs> Are people grossed out, laughing? Yeah. Good morning. Hope I, you're hope you're enjoying that cinnamon raisin toast. <laughs> That's what I picture it would look like if you're. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, this is too far. It is. But we're. I think key to, and we talked talked about this the other day. Key to our getting along in the pandemic or this this time right now. By the way, I read that uh, people had predicted a baby boom, a coronavirus baby boom. And it's the opposite. It's a baby bust. No way. Yes, far less babies were born during the pandemic or or conceived than um, years prior. Mm. So there, there's that notion. But a lot of people say that they're like, uh, "Oh, divorce attorneys," and that's a fact that they're laughing all the way to the bank. Oh my god. Just keep it on your lap. You keep all this time stalling to go That's and a grab good idea. it. But no, they, they're like oh, divorce attorneys are like raking it in, and we've we've gotten along. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, except well, we do things separately. Like we mentioned the other day, you go for your walks separately. <laughs> I go skiing separately. I, I think. Um, Last night was a full moon, and tonight will be still pretty full. I think I'm going to go for a midnight or like an 11 p.m. ski in the woods. Wow. Are you going to uh, go for your, um, like, two wa- two skis? That sounds like, hey, bro, ski, you going to go for two ski? Like two, <laughs> two pints, two beers, two ski? I don't, I don't know. Yeah. The, um, sure. Yeah, put that down for a minute. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know, dude. <laughs> Maybe. I might go to ski or just go late at night, bring the dogs. It's so, it's, it's. The reason I'm suggesting, and it's not that I'm trying to get you out of the house. <laughs> can we, can I'm... you audio hear that? This is you. <laughs> 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 See, and I don't mean to get you out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Your, no. your mouth will have. <laughs> <laughs> Let me try it again. Um, the reason I ask, and it's not because I want you to get out of the house. They're nice and Do silent. Do it again. Do it again. Okay. Uh, the reason I ask is it's not because I want you to get out of the house. Oh, I love it. It's good. It looks like a WandaVision wink. We got to watch That's WandaVision. True. Anyway, we're all over the map. Go ahead. But if you if you don't, if I know you like I know you. Yep. I believe in your heart you really want to go on the ski tonight. I do. I believe you 1,000% want to. But the actual, like, staying up and doing it. You don't believe it? You don't have to, like, prove me right. I'm just saying you probably might not want to. I stayed up Wednesday so night. So it's up to you, but you might miss out on, you know. I stayed up, stayed up Wednesday night to uh, watch Mike Plume. Mike Plume does every Wednesday night. He... he he goes chronologically each week. He revisits one of his albums, plays all the songs acoustically, and t- tells the stories behind the songs and the songs behind the stories. 
It's great. Check him out on YouTube, Mike Plume. And he was doing Song and Dance Man Wednesday night, so I wanted to check it out. And it was at 11. It felt like it's starting <laughs> at 4 a.m. Yeah. I the know. waiting. We go to bed so early. Oh, gosh. Well, usually that night you went to bed at 7.30. Mm-hmm. And usually... It was nice. It's... Uh, okay? What was I going to say? I just lost my train of thought. Wow. <laughs> I know. Usually it felt like midnight. No, it felt like three in the morning. You yeah, said. usually waiting up for stuff is easy, especially when you're you're waiting up to watch something. It's not like oh, I'm waiting up to do my taxes. Yeah, you know, it's gonna be a fun thing. Anyway, but I watched stuff in uh, waiting while waiting. I watched Apollo Eleven on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Came out 2019, so already two years ago. But it's it's like real footage from the Apollo Eleven moon landing mission. And oh, right up my alley. Now, it's good that you watched that when I wasn't around because, like, I'm interested, but it wouldn't be my first choice. I loved it. It was incredible. And it uh, uh, it just seems so crazy to go to the moon. Mm-hmm. And you know who's often overlooked? Because there was Neil Armstrong, of course, that said um, this famous quote. And by the way, he was misquoted. No way. Yeah. People widely know the quote as, it's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. But what he actually said was, how you doing, Hugh and Hugh and? <laughs> No, what he actually said was, it's one small step for a man, one giant leap for mankind. But it c- broke, like the uh, CB. And cut, what, the is, radio. what is the common one now? Like what a, The ah uh, is not there. Hmm. For man. Hmm. And he said it's one small step for a man, one giant leap. Which makes more sense because if you say one small step for man, you, it, you're meaning mankind. Yeah, that's say, right. That's so true. you're basically saying one sna- small step for mankind, one giant leap for mankind. That's true. So he, he clarified that. I mean, this is all 50-year-old news, but mm-hmm. I was fascinated with that. I didn't know that. It's kind of like... Uh, when was that? The Luke, I am your father quote. That's mm-hmm. not even it. What is it? No, I am your father. Mm. But people have, it's like the Mandela Broken effect. telephone. Yeah. Luke, I, Luke, I am your, it's, but that's not even it. Hmm. It's no, I am your father. James Earl Jones. <gasps> but, so I watched this thing. It was great. The footage, they described the smell of the moon. It smelled like wet ash. Hmm. Pick your ash. <laughs> Not here picking my ash. And, <laughs> but so you often hear Which about- Which would be busy. Like if you're picking ash, that means that you're like on the you've moon and you're an astronaut and you've got samples to take. You're busy. You're like trying to discover mm. what it's like to be on the moon. That's busy. You wouldn't say that expression. What do you think I'm doing? Picking ash? You'd be like, no, I think you're lazy. So I think you're picking your... Okay, go ahead. That was worth it. Hey. hey. Yeah, so you often hear, of course, of Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin, the first and second man. Neil, Neil Armstrong was on... Uh, for 20 minutes by himself, then Buzz Aldrin came down. They almost locked themselves out of the lunar um, module thing, the, the, the lunar capsule. Come Imagine. on. Imagine. No. But the third person Nightmare. that's often overlooked is Michael Collins, who was in in orbit of the moon in the uh, other thing. Because there was, I don't know the terminology. Why did they overlook him? 
Well, he's often not talked about. I mean, you hear Why? Neil Armstrong. Because he didn't actually walk on the moon. Oh. He was just in orbit there, which is crazier because he was alone in that little capsule. Because there's three guys, right? Yeah. There's like the lunar module and then there's like the capsule and then the lunar module detaches Mm -hmm. and, you know, lands on the moon. So he's now alone in space in a little thing. No, thank you. And a... thousand things can go wrong to these two guys. They can easily crash into the surface. They can easily not uh, come back off of it. And because um, when you're in orbit, you're still like high up. Did and they, so what? did they? T- okay, go ahead, and I will have a question after. And so he was alone in there, and he never made it on the moon because he just waited for them to come back, and then he needed to dock properly. Like so many things could have gone wrong, and if it had, he would have had to go back alone to That's Earth. Insane. Or commit suicide. That's a real possibility. And uh, when he was in orbit of the moon, when he was on the other side of the moon, there was no contact with anything. Because the radio only worked on the front facing the Earth. He could communicate with NASA. So he was alone in the capsule, but at least had radio come. Yeah, they should have talked about him too. Jeez. Well, I mean, they do, but not... It's, Not to the extent. Like, I don't know his name. Exactly. Yeah. What's and his name again? Michael Collins. I'm going to talk about him every day. And but <laughs> parties. Did you know that Michael Collins... But imagine being on the dark side of the moon, the other side. Then your your radio's cut off. You're just alone. And it's drift, so dark. Drifting eh? in this little capsule for 47 minutes. Every time you go around 47 minutes, you're alone. Just like your your thoughts. And he wrote stuff. I think I have some quote, some quotes here from him. I, I became obsessed with this Apollo 11 thing. Again, I know this is not recent. But it's on Netflix. If you haven't watched it, uh, check it out. And um, he wrote, he journaled when he was on the other side of the moon, I'm alone now, truly alone, and absolutely isolated from any known life. I admit, if account were taken, the score would be 3 billion plus 2 over on the other side of the moon and 1 plus God knows what on this side. And it must. There's only three billion people on the planet back then. Fuck. And and how many are there now? Seven point something. Wow. I wonder, like, you know, we're reading that, we're hearing his words, but there's probably he's never felt like that ever again. Like, well, no, there's not a feeling that we could ever compare. He actually took a picture, and I have it here. There's this is the picture that Michael Collins took from his capsule of the lunar module it's not the lunar module i can't remember the name lunar thing (laughs) so buzz aldrin and neil armstrong are in that thing approaching him and the planet planet earth is behind and he's the only living person not in that picture oh my god because he took it get it i do although this is the cynic in me if you were to, uh, if you're going to count the people on the other side of Earth that we don't see, you could count him. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But well, that's just me taking the fun out of it. Look at you, taking the fun out of everything. What else is new? That's anyway. crazy. Well, did they talk, ab- <laughs> what I'd be interested in is life after. And the reason I say that is because you know when you've done something, extra- like there's a, you know, obviously I've never been to outer space oh but something that i've done in my life busy picking your ass go ahead (laughs) when i should be picking ash um no but i've never i'm really obsessed with that joke picking ash 
Um, but I, I've done things that make me feel like I'm like my reality's completely upside down and shocked. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like when I went to the Middle East, humble brag. <laughs> I, I don't know why I knew that was coming. Well, because you know me really well. But it was the only time, and I've told you before. Yeah. Like when people say culture shock, you know, you don't understand it until you actually, like, you think you know it. And then, so this guy, okay, let's put it this way. I did that for about 10 days where I spent an intense, I had a very intense, strange, unusual, never again kind of experience for 10 days with these people I never hung out with again pretty much like there was a couple girls who were on the tour that I sort of kept in touch with, but not really like not to the extent of what we did and, and just getting back into regular life after that, it took like a beat. Like it took a minute where I was like, okay, on Tuesday (laughs) I was in the desert and now I'm back in like the mall. Yeah. It would, it would mess up your head in, you know, Vancouver. Like I was living in Vancouver then I was like, Oh, so how do you feel when you go to the moon? And you feel feelings you've never felt before. You'll never feel again. Um, it's it, I don't know how how did they re-enter life? I didn't. It doesn't show. It, that it doesn't because that's pretty the part I find really interesting. It pretty much ends when they uh, they come back to Earth. They came back. Came back. They came back <laughs> to Earth. They put on these suits and then went in like an airstream trailer. That airstream trailer was hauled into a plane. A big cargo plane, then they flew somewhere in the trail because like they had to be quarantined for 18 days after. Whoa. Yeah. Because they didn't know if they, well, they didn't know if they brought anything back for, uh, you know, any oh, wow. weird Good things. practice for COVID. That would be a way to fly. I thought of that when I saw it. They're in this nice Airstream trailer that's wheeled onto a cargo plane and then flown. So you're actually in an Airstream trailer, but in the air. What? Yeah. And then they got to their destination. That freaks and, my freak. And then, right? Like you're just in a trailer, but at 30,000 feet in the air. Yeah, like the... It's, like the trailer we stayed in last time we were here, picture, but we're in, in no, the sky. No, I can't. It's so weird. And also, like, think about... It makes me think of those cruise ships that have movie theaters on them. Ooh. It freaks me out. <laughs> Why? Well, it Why just seems impossible. Out? Impossible that a boat could hold that and still stay afloat. Ooh. <laughs> Do that again. No, that's weird. Yeah. Like bowling alleys and movie theaters on a boat and it still floats? I know. No, it's weird. How could you possibly bring a bowling ball on a boat and float? Okay. One ball? No. But anyway. I know. You know what I mean. I know what you're saying. By the way, did you? I don't know if you're going to cover this in the Daily Dose. It's been revealed what's happening at Banff. Oh, no. I oh, didn't see that. Oh, I thought for sure. Uh, Jasper was, Park? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was hesitant to bring it up because no. I'm like, oh, for sure you're going to cover it. Oh, it's... Can you guess? Well, we, we guessed... Well, you know what's funny? I wanted to guess something yesterday just because we're obsessed with Yellowstone. Oh. But... You thought it would be an episode of Yellowstone? Why not? Oh, it's your mom. Oh, my mom's calling. Good morning, Susie. We'll call you after the show. Clearly not watching. (laughs) (laughs) I love the uh, shoulders. The shoulders going. So at Jasper Fairmont, uh, Fairmont Jasper, 
I'm going to wait for you to finish texting. No, no, go, go, go. I'm, I can multitask. Oh, for she's nine calling weeks. again. Oh, do you, go take go take the call. All right. But can you say, like, we're, we're in the middle of the show, we'll call oh, you after? Should I just text her? Yeah, but what if she wants, I don't know. What if something happened? Go, go, yeah? just quick, but, All right. but quick, don't talk to her. Just say, I'll call you back after, is everything okay? Yeah, I want to hear what's happening at Jasper Park. I know, Park. but you know how, let's be honest, my mom can talk. Okay. Even, you could be don't like, mom, our flight's leaving, and she'll be like, let me finish the story. Okay, so, um, all right. I don't know why I always assume, do you ever get phone calls from your parents and you just all, always assume something's wrong? Oh, is she calling a third time? Oh my gosh. Oh my. The suspense. Something's happening. If you're just joining us, Jen is taking a call from my mother. I'd call three times. When my mom calls, or any parent, I don't know why I do this. Call once. Okay, I'll call you back. A second time. Oh, something might be happening. A third time. The entire family has perished in some sort of horrible accident. Something's happening. I don't want to joke about that because I'm actually... Uh, why three times? Oh, I'm guessing she's um, going to go grocery shopping for us and needs to... Because we're quarantining. As you know, we can't do anything. So, shout out to my mom. During all this, it's been her birthday on January 23rd. And uh, still at our beck and call, always, whatever we need. So, I'm guessing that she's about to go to the grocery store as soon as it opens soon here. And before before she goes, she needs to know what we need. I'm hoping that's what it is. We might have to stop recording because I, <laughs> I, it's impossible. Another thing, it's impossible for my mom and Jen to ever make a quick phone call. Even if it's a, oh, could you grab this at the store for me? It's an 18-minute, oh, good. Is everything Okay. Is it that she's going to go to the grocery store and... Yeah, oh, perfect. Oh, there we go. Later on. All right. Rest assured, it's just a later er, a uh, grocery store trip. All right. So, we covered on yesterday's show that mysteriously, a Jasper Park Fairmont Hotel has right. been reserved all of the rooms mm-hmm. for nine... Did you know for, it was for nine weeks? You're so ready with that machine. Did you know it was for nine weeks? Yes, I did. I mentioned that yesterday. Yesterday or the day before? It was yesterday. I've lost track, everyone. I think it was yesterday, but it has been revealed. It will be a season of The Bachelorette. Ah, uh, that makes sense. It makes total sense. Should we be watching The Bachelorette? Ah, uh, no thanks. Bachelor and The Bachelorette. People love it. People that watch it. Well, I'm sure, I'm 100% sure that I would get hooked on it. I got you hooked on catfish. Yeah, but that's different. We have different. the proof. How is it different? We have the proof. You, oh my God, you told it's me so I was much a di- better. I know, but you told me it was a dichotomy. <laughs> you're like, all on your high horse, which has been the theme. You're like, you know you're that- a dichotomy. Let me evaluate you here while I take a break from picking my ass. <laughs> You are Ash. like a deep person, Ash. but you like these ridiculous shows. I know, Ash, I heard you. No, I know, but Ash. I just wanted to point out. <laughs> <laughs> I just Ash. wanted to point Ash. out. I wanted to point out that you, it's funny that you say pish because you think pish is so oh. much better than piss, but now it's Ash instead of ass. So now Ash is for sure a thing. Pishing. Picking my ass. You think I'm just here pishing my ash? <laughs> 
Any anyway. <laughs> That's it, a season. But no, you, okay, so you tripped me on this show. I know. Oh, uh, you know, let me tell you about you. Mm. <laughs> You're very deep as a person, but have these very shallow tastes in television. Meanwhile, you're like, I can't tell you how many times I looked over while we were watching it, and you're like this. <laughs> smiling, this smile and on your face. what was I saying occasionally? You, you, this is great. It's a great show. <laughs> it's so good. And then I go, uh, yeah, the host is really good. Okay, you, you, you say, and the host is really good. You're me, I'm you. Uh, I'm supposed to, oh, I'm you than this? Okay. The host is really yes, good. Yes, it's great. Really? I did? Yeah. Did I jump right on it? Oh, yeah. Like, he's great. He's great. Everything's great. It is a great show. I like the the way it happened, too. Yeah, I didn't know this. When I just randomly saw this on Crave, looking for stuff to watch to kill time during this quarantine. I was, I was looking, and it was like, oh, new episodes added Catfish. I'm like, what is this? And uh, started and could not stop. And I didn't know the story either. So last uh, two days ago, I watched the first ever episode. Season one, and he explains the host Neve that he uh, he fell in love with someone online, discovered it wasn't the the person at all. He was quote catfished. He ended up becoming friends with this person that catfished him for so long. That takes a nice person. And he, uh, I don't think I could ever do that. He made a movie out of it. His brother's like a filmmaker and a, one of his childhood friends or something. So they actually made a movie out of it. You haven't seen and the movie though, eh? No, and from the movie. He started getting all these requests nonstop or these similar stories. So he said, why don't we pursue each of these requests and film it and make a TV show? And they're 10 years in, eight seasons. Like how nice of an organic story is that? Plus, he's living in L.A. Like, I don't know what his story is if he's just from L.A. but No, if he's, he's from the Upper West Side in New York. Right. So he like probably went there to pursue show business. So I know for a fact because I spent a little bit of time in L.A., and I have friends that have lived in L.A. pursuing show business, and I know it's not easy. Like, you're always well, he didn't chasing no, something. No, but the show started, he's living in New York. Okay. Do you think he pursued show business, though? Well, uh, he must have if he did that movie. I don't know. Well, I, I, or a regular person that's not pursuing show business as a, as a life or career could... Be like, oh, this could be a movie, and you start filming. It's not I necessarily. I guess. I guess so. It wouldn't be the first reaction of most people, I don't think, unless you're into it. But anyway, I like the story because it's very organic. It's like it just worked out really well. Yeah. That's all I'm trying to say. Speaking of organic, I don't know if you saw this. One of my guilty pleasures in life, I've changed a little bit, is craft dinner. Yeah. You don't. KD. You don't like to I, eat it lately. Eh? No, because especially since this. Uh, you know, I'm 63 days off of everything sugar, and there's sugar in that. There's oh, there is. Yeah, and and just I'm trying to eat whole foods and stuff, and you look at the ingredients, and it's like that that thing you do where if you can't pronounce the ingredients, don't. And there's even the good stuff like even the, Annie's. Yeah, the Annie's. That's what we've been getting organic, but it's like it's not even organic. It says eighty uh, percent. Yeah. yeah, contains eighty percent organic ingredients. So I'm just nah, whatever. But it's a guilty pleasure. I love it, but. KD now is coming out with. No, we don't need a drum roll for that. Organic. Uh, no, the opposite. With. Oh. Where is American it? American oh. cheese. Keep guessing. 
Keep guessing. Uh, what, what, did, what would you think they're coming out with? Valentine's Day. Don't say chocolate. Craft dinner. <laughs> the way you said that, it was so <laughs> decadent. You're like chocolate. <laughs> Don't say chocolate. <laughs> Very decadent way of saying it. Don't tell me chocolate craft dinner. <laughs> no, <laughs> candy. Pink candy what? KD. Look how disgusting that looks like. Why? It's so, it's, uh, I don't, for, for Valentine's I'm upset. Day. I'm I upset. It's kind of like when Heinz came out with that green and purple ketchup and kids were just not eating it because it's too weird, it, even though it tastes the same and it's just food coloring. This is the same thing, although there is a little hint of sweet. That upsets me. Like sweet tart flavor. That, and, that uh, makes me angry, weirdly. KD and it's pink. Who's feeding this to their children? Oh, there's probably lots of people. People that like... Lots I'm of chocolate. <laughs> Who am I, Forrest Gump? <laughs> um, no, but I think a lot of people... Like I've gone to friends' places and I'm shocked when I'll be over there and they've got like margarine. Yeah, I, I, I know. It's just weird. I don't know. Some people don't really care. They just eat for taste buds. We should do a high horse segment. <laughs> hey, I know. It sounds snobby. Who eats margarine? It's, I don't know. I mean, I guarantee you a lot of our listeners do. Oops. Oops. So- sorry, guys. Oops. There goes my penis. <laughs> well, you can't just say that. and then. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, anyway. Well, candy, I, candy. I'm only saying that margarine is. No, it's got- disgusting. I'll say it. I don't care if. I appreciate the viewers watching and downloading this show, but you should not be eating margarine. Mm-hmm. Go for butter. Your body doesn't actually know what to do with it. It's plastic. Unless, it's one molecule away from being plastic. Unless you're a plant-based person and you can get pretty healthy uh, alternatives but to butter. But it's oil-based. It's not... Oh, I y- love butter. Yeah. Trust me. I love no, but butter. Even the vegan stuff. What's it called? The uh, Earth Balance? Yeah, Earth Balance. That's like oil-based. So like all of it. It's not plastic. Oh, yeah, right. So it's better. I gotcha. Yeah. I thought you were going to say it's just as bad. I was about to get on that high horse with you. Push over. Let me share that saddle with you. Hi. Hi. We're actually doing viewers a favor if they change from margarine to butter. I know. Why am I trying to please everyone? You yeah. can't. No, it's fine. People will still watch. At one time, people thought margarine was healthier for you. It used to be, it was that, I don't know why. Your mom always tells this story about how people used to, you'd buy this margarine and it would have like a little disc in it in the center. Right, it was white, but the disc was yellow. Yeah, or orange or something. Yeah, orange. And and then you'd break the disc of who the hell knows what the fuck was in that. Food coloring. You'd mix it in. And you'd mix it in to make it look like butter. It's like, or, I have an idea, why don't you just eat butter? People did think for a while that butter was bad, like cholesterol-wise and stuff, but it's, it's way better for you. Oh, yeah. And the cows love giving it to us, so let's take it. Pish... Ash. I don't know. Yeah, me neither. I don't know either. You're very busy on that computer today. Yeah, I got a comment. Damn it. It's Friday. Friday. Oh, Friday. So it's the weekend, everybody. You know what that means. I don't know what it means. What does it mean? Oh. Oh. 
dose. Okay. Daily dose. Get the news from coast to coast. Daily dose. Daily dose. All your news from coast to All coast. All the news and headlines from Jim Grant. <laughs> Every time I look at your dance, you're like this. I know. It catches me off guard, and I always forget to prepare some dance moves. You'd think I'd know by now. I've been on camera for how many days? Hey, did we keep it toll? No, six, though. Okay. This is your sixth episode because we started last Friday. Last what? Friday. Oh, We're my fun. God. We're Ew. Fun. Ew. Ew. <laughs> Here's your daily dose for Friday, January 29th. Oh, my goodness. Oh. So did you know that uh, there was an anti-mask protest held here in Moncton and many oh, people, Christ. many charges have been laid against Good. Many, many people. This was the on the weekend. Last weekend? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, this coming week. And, and I don't know how I only saw this story now, but... People are so dumb. I mean... I don't know. Kodiak... Regional RCMP arrested at least five people who appeared in Moncton Provincial Court Monday by phone from police holding cells. How many people? Wow. Ha- how many people were at the 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 Nome anti-mask pro? How dis basically? How disappointed should I be in my hometown? Um, I don't even see the number of people that they don't they don't include that. Um, it's probably small. I can't imagine. I know, but I was surprised. It said all five were issued tickets for. Alleged violations of New Brunswick's Emergency Measures Act. So five Act. people? I don't know. Maybe it Sounds was just five. Sounds like it five. was five people like protesting without masks and they arrested all five, which that would make sense. That's A lot of these protests good. are small groups S- at least. Some are really, really small and mm-hmm. they make news. Sounds like it's all these people. I mean, in big cities there's more, but good. I'm glad it was small at least. No, it says here it's alleged they attended on an outdoor gathering of more than five people while not wearing masks. It's like... Oh, because the rule is five outside. Ah, right. Okay. So <laughs> there's uh, a 29-year-old guy, a 49-year-old woman. They're facing charges of assaulting police officers and obstructing fl- police officers. Wow. Yeah, that's that's the thing with these freedom fighters. They don't stop there. Then they'll assault police and then claim that People are coming after their rights. They'll be from prison. This is what happens when you wear a mask. Really? You're the one in prison because you swung at a cop. Dumb shit. Yeah, make it all about wearing, not wearing a mask. Later in the day, he told the judge, one of the guys, the Crown would consent to their release on various conditions, including staying away from Moncton City Hall, where protests have been held. They are scheduled to return to court to enter a plea on February 22nd. We can no longer gather peacefully, the guy said. Not without a mask. And not you can't have five people or more outside right now when it's a red zone. Mm-hmm. I know. So yeah. I guess they're saying it's false imprisonment and all oh, this yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, yeah. yeah. Bill Gates is coming for you. You have too much That's time why on you're your in hands. Jail. It's Bill Gates did it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, it's so annoying. I don't want to go down the road of why you should wear a mask because we've, I mean, we've talked about that yeah. probably a hundred times on this show. Mm-hmm. But if you don't know by now, you're an idiot mm-hmm. and you're on the wrong side of history. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's a little delayed here because they're only now like th- this is the most cases they've had, and it's like now it's things are, um, 
you know, you could get away with not wearing a mask around here for, well, no, it's been mandatory for just wear your mask and shut the hell up. It's temporary. Whoever thinks this is like an infringement on our rights, because watch, now we'll have to wear masks forever. And when you start there, where does it end? Shut up. I know. I know. And again, I've said this argument, which is not my argument. I heard somewhere. If you're so hell-bent on your freedoms, why stop at the mask? Go shop without shirts or shoes. I know. Or a shirt or shoes. Because I don't want to go down that road. No, it's so frustrating. We all know you're on the wrong side of history and you sound like a Neanderthal when you protest masks, actually. You sound like the people in 1987, and we played the clip, Mm -hmm. that were anti-seatbelt laws. Yeah. You sound so ridiculously on the wrong side of history. You're even worse than those people because when you don't wear a seatbelt, you're generally affecting your own life but when you don't wear a mask you're affecting your life and other people and mostly other people it's It's just and and it's it's like nobody even people that are wearing masks and comply and are willing to do it for the short term for the betterment and try to get out of this nobody wants to i can't tell you how many times i left the house i'm in the car and go shit i gotta turn around go get the mask no it sucks. I don't yeah. want to do it, mm-hmm. but do it. Look at cu- countries like Australia, New Zealand, w- China, and Wuhan. Life is back to normal because they listen. They didn't cry mm-hmm. and go protest at City Hall. Five people, I don't want to wear my mask. Mm-hmm. So now it's extending. And it's st- Shut mm-hmm. up and listen, and we can get out of this. Because we all want the same thing. The anti-maskers and the pro-maskers want the same thing. Life to get back to normal as fast as possible. But not wearing it is only extending the problem, you dummy. I know, dum dums. Here we're gonna shift gears, which is great. Um, oh, you're all fired up. A very lucky Australian man who forced a crocodile off his head by opening up its his jaws with his bare hands has managed to escape with minor injuries. So paramedics his head said. Was in the, yeah, uh, yeah. Isn't that insane? That is crazy. The 44-year-old Queensland man fought off the creature while swimming um, at Lake Placid near Cairns. Carnes, Cairns, Nyer. He had puncture wounds on each side of his face, but was very, very calm when health care workers arrived to treat him. A crocodile had bitten his head, and in an effort to remove the jaws of the crocodile, he put his hands in and tried to pry the jaws apart. Isn't that crazy? I just repeated the exact same thing. <laughs> in the process of trying to remove his hands, the jaws snapped shut on his forefinger. I thought you were going to say... Not finger. Oh, right. Like he might have gotten, what do you call that? Circumcised? Yeah. (laughs) He's a very, very lucky man, the paramedic said. Just a few centimeters lower and he would have hit a major blood vessel. Anyway, he's really lucky. It's always the case. Anytime someone gets shot or hit or something, it's always like, well, a quarter inch to the right, you'd be dead. It's like, yeah, but a Everything's a co- within, like, everything's close. You can say that every time. Oh, what's wrong with me? Who cares? Just l- let them write their story and you're going to read it. Wow. The way they write it. Did the anti-maskers get you going? No, I don't care. Okay. You do care, though. No, here's some good news. Go protest your here's, anti-mask Here's laws. a good thing that came from COVID-19. What? One good thing is that there are way less bed bug sightings. I thought you were going to say way less babies because <laughs> of the thing. Oh, yeah, way less bed bugs? Yeah, because people aren't gathering, right? and they're not traveling. 
Got it. So, but as we know, um, we when we lived in New York, there was a lot of people that had bed bugs. It was a big problem because it's such a densely populated city. Is it that they will stay dormant for a long time? So we'd have Two to be, years. yeah. So they'll come back, unfortunately, and that's why bed bugs have been around so long, is they can go dormant and not eat for like eight months or maybe even two years, actually. Wasn't it? A year and a half or something like that? Two years, yeah. So they don't anticipate that'll stay uh, like that for long. But the top 25 cities for bed bugs in Canada, um, well, here's a few of them anyways. Oh, well, I thought you were going to list all top 25. Can you imagine? (laughs) We'll just watch everybody leave. Um, Toronto is the obviously the most. Then Sudbury. Oh, yeah. Who knew? Oshawa is the next one. Vancouver and then Winnipeg. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, crazy. Hmm. Uh, there is another story here where there was a record-breaking amount of methamphetamine that was seized from a transport truck trying to enter Canada in Alberta. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, the port of entry was and at the port of entry in Coots, Alberta. It was on Christmas Day, December 25th, and the Canadian Border Service Agency discovered 228 kilograms of methamphetamines in a truck that was said to be bringing essential goods into the country. And I interviewed somebody who's on methamphetamine, oh and, my they, God. and they told me that it is essential for them. <laughs> you get I went, it? Yeah. But when you said I interviewed, I thought, I'm like, okay, next level reading the article word for word. I thought <laughs> you were, And I interviewed someone on methamphetamines, and... <laughs> No, it was the opposite. It was yeah, really, it was really a joke. great. Here's the picture of the bust. Yep. Well, I'm glad you looked. Merry I forgot to tell Christmas you that I sent that to you. Merry Christmas to those cops. The street value. Yeah. The street value of the Christmas Day seizure is estimated at 28.5 million, which translates into 2.28 million individual doses. Christmas Day seizure sounds like something that would ruin Christmas dinner. Or it sounds like uh, a new cocktail. That someone is trying a Christmas oh, Day Caesar. It's got stuffing as a garnish. Oh, wah, wah, wah. that would have been the perfect time. Do you only like to use it for you? Whoops. No, I like the one. Every time. Oh, shit. So, Amar Preet Singh Sandhu who's 38, of Calgary, is charged with importation of a controlled substance and possession for the purpose of trafficking. And it's interesting because I I was thinking Christmas Day, that's a weird time to try to get across the border, but I was thinking, they're probably thinking, well, it's a day where there's not as many people working and everybody's just a little bit more distracted because they're all, like, festive and stuff. Because, interesting, the previously set record... Of the amount of drugs that were seized mm-hmm. was on Christmas Eve the year before in 2019. So you think they'd Whoops. learn they their lesson, you know, button. because they, they found 200 kilograms, which is very close to the amount that they got this past year. And that was in Windsor. Anyway, they, say that, they say that in Christmas. I was wondering what was the seizure before and where. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, any TD customers out there should check their accounts and double check the uh, the transactions that are happening in their account because, and I'm a TD customer, I double checked, 
somebody is scamming uh, like through DoorDash. DoorDash is one of those services that delivers food. Right. And so there's these mysterious charges on people's accounts. And it's because it's kind of new, a new service they provide where you can use your debit card and not your credit card. And what sucks about that is if somebody somehow stole your credit card number and charged it fraudulently, then you'd, uh, you'd be out that money, but they would reimburse it and you wouldn't really lose it. But if it's in your account, it takes some time SOL. for them. Yeah, it takes some time for the bank to like investigate it, make sure that it's true. And you know, there's a lot of people that are working on a limited budget and don't have a ton of money. So when that kind of thing happens, it really screws people over. Mm. So anyway, I check my account. Don't worry, everybody. It's okay. And that's your Daily Dose for today. Wow. Daily Dose, Daily Dose. Get the news from coast to coast. Daily Dose, Daily Dose. All your news from coast to All coast. All the news and headlines from Jim Grant. That was the worst Speaking dance. Speaking of limited budgets, I saw that six hundred and six hundred and thirty-six million dollars in SERP payments were issued to kids from fifteen to seventeen year old. No way. Yeah. Yeah, but how do they even? So I guess they were just giving it to everybody. Pretty anyone. much, you applied, you so got it. How much money? Six hundred and thirty-six million. <gasps> Was issued to 15 to 17 year olds. They're just going to garnish those kids' wages. Imagine. Imagine you're 16 and you owe, what, 12 grand to the government. Or 14 grand, because it was seven months, I think. Wow. And some were younger than 15, because you you actually could apply if you were 15 or older. But some were actually... (laughs) I guess. What? Nothing. You're a good, good multitasker. Thanks, Jenny. You're welcome. Well. Yeah. It's Friday. Where are we at here? What uh, time is it? I'm going to say we're about 50 minutes in, I think. Yeah, 50, uh, 54. Hmm. Well, that includes the intro song, so we're 52 minutes in. Hmm. 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 While I have you here, oh, Monday, uh, you know how we talked about and I'll do this on Monday, but I want to give you a preview. Do you know who Jason Silva is? No. He used to host a show on Discovery, I think. And he's sort of this become this spiritual guru type, but it's also phony. I like it. I, What's you, his name you, again? Jason Silva. You know, the other day I'll when we were talking up. about how people... Uh, have you ever talked... <laughs> And then you get impressed with the word you just used and you lose yeah. your train of He does this, okay? So he does these videos on Facebook. He's been doing it for a few years and I've noticed, uh, I've watched a couple. And every time I just, I can't, I don't know what it is about him, but I get in this irritable state where I'm like, <laughs> how is anybody buying this? He's just saying words, okay? Stringing them together, long words. Sometimes the words make, uh, he make, makes up words. And he's even like, he, he often quotes philosophers. It's like the great Menendez Senate said, and then he'll just go up. And that's his technique. Every video he'll say, 
he'll quote somebody deep and then he just throws these words and he's just like, it's like if you smoke pot and you just start talking stream of consciousness and you record that and people are like what a genius I'll I'll do it on Monday I want to talk about this guy more because it's endlessly endlessly obnoxiously fascinating do you have a video you could send me I'll play you a clip right now just a short clip so so and he's he's always outside by a river or something and and you can tell as he's saying words he's looking for them like searching and then he'll say a big word and his whole tone changes he's like yes and then he goes down this it's ridiculous let's let's just listen to this I'm going to I'm just having a conversation with my friends and I'm going to I'm going to offer a running commentary of the following insights. So as a creative person, I'm always interested in the spaces of disinhibition. You know how they say don't believe your own hype? Mm -hmm. This guy is so enthralled by his own genius. He almost can't believe it when he's talking. Oof. He's like talk about buying your own hype. This guy is blowing his own dick. Like it's crazy. It's <laughs> And just listen to this for a few seconds, and we'll talk about this more in right, So, as a creative person, I'm always interested in the spaces of disinhibition that transpire when our greatest creativity emerges. States of deep play. States in which, in which the holy fool comes out. And I've often said, you know, in, in no small way to people that the nature of my videos is to capture ecstatic, ecstatic states. To capture states of consciousness in which we are living in absolute uh, abandon. We embrace the inner silly, what in Spanish they inner call silly. el gafo. And some of my greatest oh collaborators my Spanish, they they're willing to play with me in that space. They're willing to, to portal into the sacred. They're willing to stargate with me into spaces in which we don't mind what happens. In fact, what my friend and the voice. Josh, and the I mean, luminous co-creator like, of recent... Uh, he can't believe what he just said, so he's like... Uh, hold on, let, let me... And by the way, this is not cynical. This is just being a human, observing another human, being like, what the hell are you doing? It's embarrassing. It's so cringe. Yeah, but the thing is, a lot of people are into it. Oh, no, this guy has millions of followers. Like Onslaught of Content has famously said he doesn't mind what happens. That's probably the best possible approach to creativity. If you don't mind what happens, then no wrong can transpire, right? Because creativity is just getting... I can't, I can't even almost, listen to the He almost thing. has the um, tone and expression of like an evangel evangelistic, or what do you call that? Um, one of those... Televangelist? Yeah, yeah. But it's kind of like, uh, yeah. Hold on. Let, Did let you me, notice that? Yeah. Can I hear a? Ooh. No, but uh, they're not you annoying. He's healed. he's annoying. They're not annoying. Well, I mean, it depends who you're talking about. But um, hold on, let me uh. Let me. Do you want to? And and I want. I really want to do this on Monday, cause cause I want to dissect a few of his videos. <laughs> it's uh, uh, absurd. And how did you? How does he come up? Did you like? I, no, I don't. I don't I've like any of. I've never seen him. Uh, I don't know how he came across my feed. I know you don't like Stop. him. Stop. Oops. Sorry. Don't be sorry. But he's like. Um, 
See, I was thinking one day, contemplating my own in a vi- in a vi- I can't even articulate like he does. <laughs> Try I was con- contemplating my own inevitable lust for life in this moment of creating creating <laughs> things without the inhibitions of social filters while believing <laughs> in my true inner child and not giving into the constraints put on <laughs> upon us by adults in the world. And I don't mean literal adults in the world. <laughs> I mean people that have turned a blind eye to the flow of the universe that <laughs> is coming through them at any given moment and all you need to do is wake up and look at it and with that enthusiasm of life then you can transcend the physical being that is and forget all of the earthly attachments that pull us down into real life I mean this is all he's doing he's just making it up as he goes and it's like not even it barely makes sense and like it's almost like he's making, making it seem deeper because of the way he's saying it it's crazy like playing a role, smoke and mirrors. Try it. Oh my god. Don't think about it, just go. That's the key. Just stream of consciousness, use big words and go. Oh my god, throw me under the bus, why don't you? Well, I didn't plan it. I'm just I just went for it. No. <laughs> I don't know, know this guy well enough. Let me You know I was I'm sitting gonna watch there. it. Oh, look at this. I was sitting there and thinking about our duty as human interconnectivity goes on a daily basis while we pass each other like passing ships in the night. (laughs) And what we need to do is start discovering that each of our mission is to enhance our cognitive understanding of what it is that the earthly cosmos bestow upon us as our role in this world and realm of possibilities is truly endless if you really remove the ego and dive into the cosmic oceans of endless molecular balance. I don't know. It's just... (laughs) But that's all he's doing. And people are like, oh, yes take my money or whatever. Okay, I'm going to watch him okay. and I'm going to get a better sense of what you're talking about and then I'll try it out. We'll do it Monday and I feel like this will be a regular segment on the show because anytime I watch something and it, whether it's positive or negative, like it invokes such a strong emotion. I'm like, okay, that's something I can talk about usually on stage when, when writing comedy. What, and this does something to my innards that I can't explain. <laughs> I'm like, what is this? And and uh, so I, I've become obsessed with Jason Silva. And so watch some some over the weekend. And, but, I've never even heard of him. And the key is not to think about it. You just go in and just say what like you. It's all mumbo jumbo stuff that you kind of link together and put, throw in long. And he makes up long words too. I'll have a list. I'm gonna go deep and <laughs> and pull up. Um, Have you liked his page? No, no. And he'll always he'll always say things like, and it's like the great Nietzsche said that if you wake up and look in the mirror and don't see reflection, that is a reflection on your inner. It's like what what are you <laughs> talking about? But he throws these quotes out there. Anyway, we'll we'll I f- I really feel like this is going to be a regular part of the show. So stay tuned for more Jason Silva inspired inspirational cognitive teachings <laughs> <laughs> sorry i didn't mean to put you on the spot i i wasn't planning on doing this today either because that's why i said we'll do it monday because i want to watch more of his videos look. i'll take a look
I'll go check it out. Check it out. I want to download videos because we're in the country that the uh, it really sucks the internet. So yeah, and it was about just uh, listen. The idol- there was a very uh, interesting reflection that came up for me today, and it was about uh, the idolatry. Idolatry. Okay, look up idolatry. Look up that word. Is that a word? Okay. I'm convinced he makes up word idolatry. I was thinking this morning, and and the way he talks, he cannot even believe his own genius. He's like, I can't believe I'm in the presence of me right now. He's just like, it's it's the worship of idols. Uh, it Extreme is a word. Extreme admiration, love, or reverence for something or someone. You know, I was thinking of the idolatry of mechanatrium, of mechanalism, <laughs> of the universe. Uh, shut up. All right, the phone is ringing again. Let me do a quick. Uh, <laughs> let me do a quick thing. Stay tuned for more Jason Silva, everybody. It's my new obsession. Probably not healthy because I, I like the feelings it invokes me in me. It? No, no. I think it might be that important phone call. That important phone call? Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Well, it's okay now. It's done. We're supposed to get a phone call. Oh, to make sure that we're here? No. Well, maybe that too. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. This episode of the Confused Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant is brought to you. Let me remind you, dear friends, by Gringo's Blazing Sauces. Do yourself a favor. Do yourself a favor and go to gringosblazingsauces.com for a wide selection of some of the best small batch salsas, hot sauces, <laughs> salsitas, grilling, yeah, salsitas. Uh, grilling jellies, charcuterie, uh, grilling jellies, charcuterie jellies. See, I'm all distracted by the call. Oh, is it from the DJ? Eh? From the DJ? No. The what? The what? Oh, gr- Gringo's Blazing Sauces. <laughs> dot com. It's fantastic. Yes, it is fantastic. See, I'm so distracted right now. We should unplug the phone when we do this. Gringo's Blazing Sauces. Dot com. You'll find great, great stuff. Chef-owned and operated. You'll find great, great stuff. Chef-owned and operated, so they use nothing but the best. Hand-selected, freshest ingredients. Gringosblazingsauces.com, based out of Ottawa. They ship all over North America. And if you live in Canada and order over $40, you get free shipping on that bad boy. On top of that, listeners of this program get an additional 5% off by entering promo code JD5 at checkout. JD5 gets you... 5% off. Go to gringosblazingsauces.com. Sorry, Doug. I butchered today's live read, but uh, <laughs> you get the gist of it. We love the stuff. Go get it. Yeah, it's Gringos. really, really, really good. All right. Well, let's go for the close. Let's do it. Let's do it, man. Okay, that's it. That's our week. We did a full week of uh, quarantine shows. From the college, the college, the cottage. <laughs> How you doing, Hewan, Hewan? Jen, thank you. You're saying ocular point wave. That's exactly what I was saying. I'm saying I love you. The key to love is to, before bestowing it upon others, to reflect inwardly and release 
the love on the world. <laughs> and he does these smart <laughs> like while he's doing he's like I can't believe I just said that. It sounds so good. Uh, anyway, thanks. That's like a trick. It is. That's the thing. It's so many people that's that's the thing that I think that gets gets me going with this guy. It's like it's so so very much a trick. Anyway, Get you going, going, going. Get me going, going, going. Thank you for watching, everybody. We're here Mondays through Fridays at 7 a.m. Eastern. That's 8 a.m. Atlantic. The Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant. We'll see you Monday. Have a great weekend, everyone. Have a great weekend, Jen. Love you. We'll see you Monday. And until then, watch your head. A beautiful waste of time. Time.